Welcome back to the Mailin Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Merriman. In front of me, crime dog himself, D. Carter Ruff. David Ruff, what's going on? You get right to it, man. I cold open it. You don't fart around. No, there's no, there's no farting around. You fart around, around on circling back. Mostly because I haven't uploaded the uh, the intro music to okay. the board yet. <laughs> so I just throw it in and post. And that's that's why I, I go right to it. Okay. Is there not enough real estate on the board? I think yeah, there's some buttons left over. Do you? I don't know if you've heard of uh, one of Wash Media's newest properties, uh, Randy's Party Pod. Yeah, he takes up two banks of sound effects. So <sighs> we might need to talk about that. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a uh, there's a, a ton of sound effects. There's like boing. Yeah, I, I did yeah. the pod twice, and uh, boy, it was heavy on the sound effects. Yeah, it's like fucking dealing with a boppet every every day. So. Uh, thank you for having me, though. Yeah, absolutely. You're one of the. Uh, are you a founding member of the Mail In podcast, or are you no. early on? I don't think I was on the uh, inaugural. original. Was I? No, I think I don't think I. No, I don't think I started hopping on and producing until it got over here and all that. How do you? Uh, how do you? How do you think it's going so far, from a, an outsider's perspective? Good. I mean, it's. I see a lot of chatter on it on yeah. the uh, on the Discord, which okay. is always a good indicator. Yeah, I, th- I love the Discord community. You should, man. You know, they, they they take you to task when they don't agree with your take, but that's that's good. Yeah. It's positive. I'd rather them be saying something, you know, like that than saying nothing at all. You can't spell discussion without Discord, you know? That's a great point. I don't know if that's accurate, but it sounds it's, good. It's like an R away, I think, from being okay. close. I just came up with that. Okay. Time. You know, Randy's computer back here is about to take Bezos to space. I don't know if you can hear it. I, it's, it's literally about to blast off, Randy. Everything's okay right behind me. I'm, I'm sitting right here. We don't have our man uh, A-Town. Adam is usually the producer, or not producer. What's cool the, Adam uh, doing? I don't know. Probably. Just doesn't come in anymore? I, I think Tuesday's like his programmed off day. Okay, it'd be a lot cooler if he was here. Be a lot cooler. Somewhat if he was. cool, Adam. Let me also begin this podcast on a little bit of a heavier note, because um, the backer, the Discord community, reminded me of it. Um, they gave me uh, a bouquet of flowers from my mom's passing. They also sent me a care package, which uh, was so beyond generous that I almost don't have the words to. Um, to describe it it was something that made me smile and cry happy tears in a time of you know in a tough last couple of weeks they're the best and so thank you to, gen, just genuinely from the bottom of the, my heart to the backers if they're listening to this uh, program i was blown away and will continue to be blown away by the uh, generosity of that community because yeah no no community out there is better than every ours, week so. something someone in that in the backer community does something that blows me away yeah that was last week this yep. week uh, oh uh, a young lady did a calendar did you look at the new calendar i've seen the new calendar yes so much attention to detail mm-hmm. and that blew me away uh we had a backer who's in um ranger school mm-hmm. sent us a handwritten note that blew me away. Just stuff blows me away. The bouquet that they yeah. sent was the mo- the most large delivery bouquet I've ever been a part of. Correct. Like it was extensive. It's still out there, and it, it smells is. great. And now I'm on team uh, fresh flowers, plants for the office because it just it's a great vibe setter. It I is. like smelling it. 
I feel like it's doing something to the air. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's you know photosynthesis and shit, chlorophyll right, and whatnot, photosynthesizing uh, carbon, and also the UV lights, CO two, excuse me, and then splitting it into carbon, huge for, for us for the leaves, and great oxygen, for our footprint, and oxygen for the air. We need the air, so thank you for the air backers. Thank you for the air backers. Uh, if you don't know what the if you if you're just a mail in listener and you're like, what is going on right now? Check out the Discord. Check out the Wash Media, uh, circling back Reddit. You'll probably find more of what's going on here. But the Discord's basically Slack with for, your friends, yeah, of without your, your business, yeah, coworkers. Yeah. Anyway, if you're a first timer to the Mail In Podcast, you may be wondering one, what's going on, and two, what is the Mail In Podcast? Simply put, we do our best to answer your questions. You may run into situations in your 20s or your 30s that you need help with, and we're here to do just that. Get a laugh in and maybe walk away with something useful, right, Dave? I think so. I think you, I think that's what the the beauty of the mailing is. It, you'll you might learn something. You probably will. Mm-hmm. You might leave us some sage advice, but you're gonna laugh if nothing else. I like that. How can you help us out? Tell a friend about the podcast. I think it's the easiest way to get into washed media. You don't need to know much about us or who we are. We just need to know uh, need to know that that questions will be answered or attempted to be answered. Send them a clip or a segment that makes sense in their situation. Give us a uh, subscribe on iTunes or a follow on Spotify. Hit the hotline number, 888-362-MAIL. That's 888-362-6245. Or you can write in at the link in the Twitter or Instagram bio at MailInPodcast. Dave, you've done your screen name on this program before, so how about we get right into it? Oh, before we get going, actually, one more thing. Uh, I'm looking at a a cold brew red eye. Is, Is that correct? Yeah. Or, or what was a cold brew red eye with a splash of oat milk? Cold brew red eye with a splash of oat milk. Yeah, it's a, it's a new thing I'm doing. Actually, I've been doing this for a while. But to the, the guy who made it, Chandler W., he was very concerned. He thought I was misordering. He's like, "You say you want that with cold brew?" Yeah. I say, like, "Yeah, dude." I'm here like every week. I get the same thing. But yeah, but it's it's I, maybe it's a weird order. I don't know. I'm not going to take you to task for it. There's probably something with the espresso and that it it fits better with a hot profile drink. Mm-hmm. But I'm different, so. You are built different. Everybody knows that. How about we get into some questions? I would love to. Let's do it. Hey, Brett, an esteemed guest. That's Dave. Yeah, me. It's Dave. In a couple weeks, I'm taking a vacation to a surf town at a really nice resort slash lodge. Mm. It's quite bougie, but it's my reward for working really hard through the pandemic and getting an awesome job with the government two months ago. Is there such thing? No. <laughs> there it is. No big, Seriously, no big though. deal. At the same time as my vacation, a cute girl that I am talking to will be in the same area. I've known her for years, or for a few years, and she slid into my DMs a couple weeks ago. I've got the room to myself for a few days. See where this is going, Davey? He wants to see how much cranking he can do. Do you think I should see if she wants to spend a couple nights... Or should I take this time to just hit the surf and drink some good beers and enjoy this time to myself? Um, I've got a question that has it's not gonna really help this guy out. Yeah. Surf town, resort slash lodge. Is there a lot is there a lodge in surf towns? Is that I, I associate lodge with of course the mountains. Right. I and I'm also like this is semantics, but is he just doing a solo vacation? That's what it sounds like. I think he is. So he's just going solo dolo to a This sounds like lodge. what Dylan did, although Dylan did have Bay at the end. He did. But he planned it as a solo vacation. Correct. And then he did invite Bay. Right. So, so I, I'm. 
I think the easy answer here, Dave, is to invite her to a di- uh, plan a dinner, plan a dinner. I don't think you're invited. Like, don't be like you're you're. Hey, come Bring crash, with, crash with me for three days. I, sure. I think that's a little aggressive, but say, hey, let's do a dinner. What it's interesting th- because it says, okay, she will be in the same area. Yeah. Is she also on vacation or is she just live in that area? I've got a lot of questions, but um, I don't think there's anything wrong with having one night. Maybe not the first night. Definitely not the first night. First night needs to be solo. Go on there. Solo dinner. Go go belly up to a bar. Do a mm-hmm. filet and an iceberg salad or, a or wedge, maybe a wedge. Perhaps. is more my move. Yeah. Um, and just do it. See what happens. And you'll probably, if, if you're anything like um, every dude who's – I've ever known. You'll mm-hmm. probably fire off a text or a DM. <laughs> probably a text by now if you've known her for a few years. Yeah. Um, and just see what happens, and then maybe you'll set something up for the day after or the or the following day, and just see where it goes. But don't don't kick off the trip by hitting her up immediately. Yeah. Nor expect like keep the expectations low, so anything that does happen exceeds them. It's the key to happiness. According Abs- to Confucius. Absolutely, he did say that. Right. Also, like. I feel like a lot of guys, and this might be like my generation, but Talking there's a there's a stigma around going out by yourself, going to the bar by yourself, mm-hmm. going and grabbing a meal by yourself. Um, and it's the first time you do it, it's I, I feel like it's kind of liberating. I know that sounds really weird, but I remember the first time in my twenties, and I was like, I'm just gonna go to the bar, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. just post up, have a couple beers. Just kind of watch whatever game's on and go home. But Brett, you do it often. Yeah, yeah, I do. You're crushing it. Not, not that I, I do have friends, Dave. No, you do. I, I do enjoy a beer, a meal, and a. Uh, we did it at the same location uh, last week, last Friday. Ah, uh, yes. The I inspired you. Critically acclaimed Lupe Tortilla. I'm not taking credit for your Lupe bar trip, but I pretty much kicked it off. They, uh, they should take commission from uh, off of my meal and give to you because you did. Uh, you did inspire that. I sent that photo to the group text, yep. and you were like, that looks like a scene, and guess it does. what it is. But go do a night on vacation. I've never done a solo vacation, but um, mm-hmm. you know, at least do one night to yourself, like we said, and then and then see what happens. And who knows, you might meet somebody that first night you want to maybe follow up with. The fun thing about a solo move, whether it's at a bar or especially on vacation, um, I'm thinking like hotel bar or airport bar, You you always end up, meeting people and and hearing stories and and maybe meet somebody that's cute you know you never know um it's a surf town surf towns are notoriously hot it's notorious i'm thinking like san diego here that's what i was thinking surf town but i don't know yeah i mean it is you can surf sun surf and it's surfy enough pretty much it's surf adjacent if nothing else surf adjacent is the perfect way to put it if it's san diego dude you need to do at least a night by yourself yeah. Just go eat some fish. Go post, post up, eat some fish tacos, drink a ton of cold beer. California, uh, what's it called? California burrito. Have you had one of those? Is that with the fries in it? Yeah, with the fries in it. It's yeah, a, I'm not queso. crazy about it. It's aggressive. It, it is. It, 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 it seems unnecessary, but, you know, when in San Diego, just I'm not going to yeah. bitch. I'm not going to complain about it. It feels like a dumbbell in your hand. When you're it, holding it, it absolutely does. Yeah. It's like holding a newborn baby. I took down... I. Th- Maybe half of it, and I had to tap out. The the potato sneaky filling. <clears throat> it is. It is. But, yeah, you're in a good position, man. Just don't overthink it. Enjoy it. Don't don't set expectations too high, like, like Brett said. And mm-hmm. you're going to have a good time, and your surf 
Resort Lodge Town, as you say. Yeah, it could be. I'm thinking like a an A-frame Cabana Lodge, overlooking Big Sur at this point. I know that? we do the lodge here, but I kind of wish we had more Cabana vibes. Yeah, just because maybe it's just because I'm getting back from Cabo, but like just summertime, you just I don't know. I wanted every, literally literally every day. I want to be drinking um, perhaps a beer at a tiki bar. Love that, or a or a, a ski shores perhaps on Lake Austin, which is just kind of like beach. You know, I've never done it. Oh, we got to do it. It's great. Should we go pregame the the meetup? It's a hike. I mean, it's half hour. Just somewhere though. Yeah, we, I mean, we can go, go do there. Tiki drinks. Just get all tikied up before the meetup. Yeah, because I will be in. Well, yes, I'll put it that way. Okay, I have a, I have a timing issue there that I have to, <laughs> yeah you do. I have to be cognizant about. But anyway. Uh. Uh, Good I question. Think, let, let's. I'll just real quick run through this guy's weekend. Uh, say he gets in Thursday night, and he leaves Sunday. Thursday night, night to yourself. Enjoy a tiki bar. Enjoy some sushi. Enjoy a California roll, or or a California burrito. Either one works. Um, Friday is when you send the text, oh. or you respond to the story, <laughs> or you get you get something involved. And that, you and know do what? A dinner. I'm glad you said that. That's how this gets kicked off. You post a story. She posts a story. Boom. One of you responds. If you post a story from you getting there, I guarantee she responds. Yep. Yep. Totally. 100%. Go, make it go down in the DMs. Maybe not the texts. If it's like a relationship adjacent. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start using stuff like that all the time. Yeah, do it. Surf adjacent. Relationship adjacent. I think I stole it from uh, the Trap Draw podcast. Okay. Rolling up guys because they're Rand- golf like, adjacent. Randy is employed adjacent. Because he works for Dude Perfect? And us. He's a and contractor. Us. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. And he does windows on the side. Dude Perfect. Nice. You know what else is perfect, Dave? Uh, I don't know. Maybe a Vizzy Hard Seltzer? Vizzy Hard Seltzer on a boat. That's what I plan on doing very soon. Mm. I've been. I've, it, it's the summer of Vizzy. Everybody knows this. Um, because Vizzy is the only hard seltzer out there with superfruit acerola and antioxidant vitamin C. True story, it's the only hard seltzer in my fridge. Yeah, it brings something unique and delicious to the table. You're walking through any sort, supermarket, gas station, wherever it may be. You have a lot of choices in this department, Dave. Some would say too many. Some would say too many. There's a lot of imposters out there. And then you see that little orange box. (laughs) Just just rocked up, man. I'm just rocked up when I see that box. Just kind of peeking at you. There it is. Oh, and uh, and my H-E-B around the corner. They got all the flavors. They got the new ones. They got the lemonades. Uh, Have you seen the new new? Uh, I've seen it. I've seen the text about it, but I have not seen it in the wild. Uh, Breaking news, watermelon. What I'm saying is send me some. Yeah, we got to talk to the Vizzy folks. I don't want to be that guy, but like, I really want to try it. I kind of have a bone to pick with Vizzy, honestly. Okay. I, I would think that they would, they would send us a care package of the new stuff. Maybe they will. Maybe, maybe this will, will wake them up because we want to be drinking the new Vizzy's um, in locations that look dope. Right, like uh, like Eisenhower's on Saturday. Exactly, perhaps a pool. Can I say this real quick? Yeah. Uh, pull back the curtain. Vizzy, I get a UPS email notification that I have a package being delivered. Ooh. So anytime I get that email, I know it's Vizzy. Yeah, because you don't you need to be there. Uh, weirdly, no. Okay, I don't know. Maybe they just don't care. They, UPS, they, that is? they might not. Anyway, I'm doing Vizzy's all over the place on the course, on a boat, mm. on my deck, mm. on my patio. My new, my new apartment. I was going to say your new place is about to be uh, Grand Central Station for Viz. <laughs> You're going to be doing business there. I'm going to be doing business uh, corner units. So my, my patio, I have two, uh, you know, two directions it faces. 
I can't wait to see this place. Pretty tight. Pretty tight. Can't wait to be doing busies on there. I'm a fan of the pineapple mango myself. I'm intrigued by the watermelon, though. Intrigued by the watermelon flavor. Watermelon's my favorite, man. Watermelon sugar? Like watermelon strawberry, the blackberry lemon, but big lemonade guy. Yeah. Huge fan of the peach. The peach is sneaky great. Oh, peach lemonade is mm. phenomenal. Great summer bev. With Vizzy, you can enjoy refreshment. Now with antioxidant vitamin C. Come have a Vizzy with us on Saturday at Eisenhower's. And at 5% alcohol by volume, 100 calories and less than one gram of real cane sugar per can. Every sip of Vizzy is more exhilarating than the last. Upgrade your hard seltzer to Vizzy. To find out where you can purchase Vizzy, go to VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash washed. That's VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash washed. You must be 21 plus to order or buy or consume. How about a voicemail, Dave? Let's go. Hey, folks. John from Illinois. My wife and I are going on a road trip for my dad's 60th birthday. Shout out to my dad. Also, shout out Harbor Springs, Michigan, which is where we're going. We are trying to make a playlist. It's a six-hour drive from where we're at, but we don't like the same type of music. What music do you put on a road trip playlist if neither party listens to the same music i'll hang up and listen my man shots to harbor springs Ooh, yeah shots to your dad can't wait to hit harbor springs one day one day and saratoga springs both springs dave what are you putting on the on the road trip playlist um pretty simple you guys can't decide um are you familiar with podcasts whoa <laughs> check us out at circling back yeah at too much dip at sure. the mail-in yep um, you know, so I'll I'll give this guy a serious answer in a minute. But we used to do Rogans. Mm-hmm. She would, Alyssa, like I would find a Rogan guest, like Dr. Rhonda Patrick, who's she's uh, really smart. You know, gets on there like, hey, there's studies showing you know vitamin D and this, this, and this. And I'm like, okay, we can both listen to it. And like, we did, you know, and it's three hours. It's perfect for mm-hmm. Austin to Dallas that drive. Music wise, man, I almost think you don't make your own if you're a Spotify person. Interesting. You okay. go in there and you just you find something. Spotify has like arguably too many playlists, right? Too many recommended ones. Yeah. Too many daily mixes, and it's mine are crazy. Like I've got a metal one. I've got like a pop punk one. I've got a lot of hip hop ones. It's so you're saying wild. in your recommended tab power ranking, Spotify Correct. is number two. Yes, at, at best. At best. Okay. I, it, same for me. Okay, good. But. I don't know, man. I haven't put together a playlist in so long. But I, my go-to, if like there's people in the car and I don't like if my dad's in the car or somebody I'm not, I don't mm-hmm. know very well. I'll throw on like classic rock because I feel like everybody. There's going to be something for everybody. Like there's a Tom Petty song that she's going to know that you're going to like. And you belong among the wildflowers, dude. Yeah, great song. How do you Rest not like peace, that Tom song? Petty. He's dead. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, he died. Fentanyl. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, oh, I believe I'm sorry. so. Don't apologize to me, but <laughs> sorry, apologize dude. to the music community as right. a whole. Yeah, t- put on some Tom Petty. You, you Yacht Rock, you can't go wrong. Tom with Petty, it. Greatest Hits. Boom. A Greatest Hits album always plays. Pink Floyd, Greatest Hits. That might be... <laughs> I feel like Tom Petty... I like Pink Floyd, don't get me wrong. But Tom Petty, I feel like, is more brand safe for everybody. Most every, there's a, Everybody likes at least one Tom Petty song. 100%. Yeah. Uh, d- d- does he do American Girl? Yes. Yeah, that's a yeah. It's, man. I might listen to Tom Petty on the way home today, dude. And it's great road. American Girl. Oh my god, I have this thought of my dad, and we would be on road trips. He would crank American Girl. 
That's what I, I I do that road trip song, the uh, fortunate son, right? Yeah. CCR. Yeah, there you go. We can do this on the mailing too. We sing sometimes on the podcasts. <laughs> That's the best road trip song of or, all time. If you want to go classic rock, everybody likes '90s. Like I, I keep making generalizations, but ni- '90s like club hip hop, that's fun. '90s club hip hop, like okay, I'm, I'm showing my age. <laughs> Not club, but club slash hip hop, just like fun. Like thinking like Montel Jordan pops on, or like you get Return of the Mac popping on. Okay, you get like uh, maybe, okay. There's a couple in sync songs that sneak their way in, and you you're not that necessarily into them, but like you're kind of finding some fun in it. You find a groove. Yeah, I I looked at this logistically, right? The six hour drive or so. There's time to get both of your both of your your top hits in, yeah. Right, you you can start off the trip early when the energy's high. You know songs that you know you both want to sing, right? <laughs> then then when you hit a lull and she's like, "I'm tired and I want combos from the gas station," I'm like, okay, we'll put on your your Spice Girls or whatever she may be wanting to jam. Maybe T Swift. She wants you to pull through Hardee's. Mm-hmm. You can pull through. A, I I don't even know if Michigan has Hardee's. <laughs> What's the, what's the drive from Illinois to Michigan, northern Michigan look like? She wants you to pull over to get a Mellow Yellow because it's not available in Texas and you're on a road trip. That was me when I was a kid. We, I'd never seen Mellow Yellow really? or Squirt. And then uh, <laughs> Squirt is a beverage. I'm not it, – No, you're It's right. a good beverage it too. <laughs> uh, no, okay, last one. If, if I'm going to yet again say everyone <laughs> can get down to 90s country. Oh, yeah. little George Strait kind of stuff. George Strait. Um, Neon Moon. Yeah. Brooks and Dunn. Yeah. All that. Okay. 90s country. I, I have a feeling based on this caller, and this this is going to be generalizing. I think he's in the country, like Red Dirt Country or something like that, or, or 90s country. And I think she may fall into more of the top 40 category. Again, okay. I'm generalizing, but I feel like that might that's where the disconnect is. Okay. So maybe just go old Taylor Swift albums. That's kind of Taylor top Swift, 40. dude, and top forty. You can mix it up. You could do the new Taylor Swift, and then make sure you throw on nineteen eighty nine because it's obviously her best album ever. Sure, um, no arguments there for and me. And everybody likes that. Maybe Fearless. Everybody likes that album. Everybody loves it, but not uh, Red. Not Red. I'm just, I'm just saying that. Red's got a couple songs. Yeah. Twenty two is fun. I'm uh, uh, the uh, All Too Well. You know that? You familiar with that one? Yeah. Uh, Ten minute versions coming out in uh, this fall. Sheesh. I don't, yeah. Songs about Jake Gyllenhaal. Really? Yeah. He's a handsome fella. Sure is. A couple upstate New York lines in there that make me feel like she's referencing Saratoga. Did they date? Yeah. Are they dating now? No. Okay. He's dating a guy named Joe. I don't know his last name. He is looks kind of like- Grocery uh, store Joe from The Bachelor. No. Super, super English guy. Like his skin is very, very white. Very pale? Yeah, oh, very pale. God. Yeah. I have nothing against people with pale skin. It's just I'm one of overly them. English- He's oh yeah. He I is. just think of like Justin Rose. Yeah, he's like and that. You just look at him, and you're like, God, you're so fucking English. He's so English. Yeah, what's going on? Fucking English. I'm more of like fucking a Tommy Mental Fleetwood. Bruff. I'm a Tommy Fleetwood English guy, not a Justin Rose English guy. If, if that Tommy, makes any sense. If Tommy Fleetwood was from anywhere in the U.S., where would it be? Oh man, I want to say Pacific Northwest. I do too. Like maybe Oregon. Yeah, Portland. yeah. He I think that's Seattle, right. Yeah, Seattle Portland vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seattle, but like the Seattle Portland area. Yeah, that area. Yeah. Very close together. Right. I think we nailed that, Dave. I think we did too. Tell us what you end up on the playlist with. 
I'd like to. Uh, I'd love to know. I always love a good follow up, even sure. though I may never hear it. Sure. Brett hides Except these things from me. Except for a proctologist, no follow up needed for that. Oh, ideally, ideally, that hits close to home. Let's <laughs> do the next one. Hey, Brett and guest, I just started a temporary student teaching position. Excuse me, a temporary student position at a sweet new job. In a few weeks, my branch is going on a work trip to the coast for some team bonding. Mm. This will be the first time I'm meeting anyone from my team in person as we've all been working remotely all over the province. Oh, Canadian, maybe. Oh, yeah. I'm just wondering how should I best conduct myself during a work trip when I'm meeting everybody for the first time? Oh, boy. I've only had this position for about six weeks, Mm. and I'm nearly 10 years younger than the next youngest in the branch. For reference, I'm 22. If we're chilling at the beach or we are at the golf course, how many beers am I drinking and how much am I letting loose? Um, I don't know the gender <laughs> of this this person. We don't know that, right? I would. Uh, I, I don't think so. I'm going to guess male based okay. on the language used. So I had to do something like this. My first job out of college, I've told this story. I was a, I was a technical recruiter in a company that's based out of Baltimore and their Fort Worth office. Sure. Six weeks into your first – you get like a six-week probationary period, then they send you to a training thing. And it sounds just like this, but it's with other new hires, so it's not oh, like a ton. Okay. But there's like 12 of twelve of you from around the country, or maybe even 20, maybe more. And we went to like a place in Denver, and we're there for the whole week. And you go through training, and, and but it's a very – as recruiting companies are, they're very social. You go out, you drink mm-hmm. every night, you have dinners, it's fun. Um, there is a strict no-hooking-up policy. And there was also a strict don't make an ass of yourself policy. That's yeah, that's pretty standard so, procedure. You're 22. If you're like me at 22, you're an idiot. <laughs> I feel like most people. I mean, you, for me, I think I was in college still. I think it's my senior year, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and I probably wasn't mature enough to handle something like this and not get belligerently drunk. Right. So I'm going to say definitely pace yourself. That's the obvious answer. Um, you don't want to be. Here's the thing. Your company, if they're doing something like this, it's probably a fun company. Mm-hmm. That being said, if you do something, it may not – like let's say you, you're the hammered guy. and you're, Even if you don't like cuss somebody out or say something stupid, you don't want to be known as the hammered guy across the, the entire company. Because it, it's a lot like when you go through Rush. You don't want to be the drunkest rushy at the party because even if you get a bid, they're never going to let you live down the time like you fell down the stairs or right. something at the party. Mm-hmm. So you got to make sure you, you – you, maintain you you got to keep your cloud up and you've only been with the company for how long you say six, six weeks? weeks yeah that's very young these people don't know anything about you yet no they, do, they don't know what tiktok is they, <laughs> no they, they're older yeah they're they're my age 32 33 34 35 they're they have a little bit of coin so they're gonna be like they're getting i don't know if casa Azul's coming out mm. i don't know i don't know if we're doing that casa dragones maybe casa dragones that's a big one in cabo for the record Dragonus. The House of the Dragon. Correct. Right, yeah. Um, so my, my advice would be try to keep it to beers only. I think that's a good way to pace yourself. It's also a good way to like not feel great the whole time. Not that... Uh, 22, hang, though. Yeah, that's true. This, you're, this you're dude's still invincible. It's right. You're, well, you're invincible, but everybody gets drunk. You're, you're, it's not like you're... You, can't get drunk at 22. Be careful. You being the youngest person by far, 
there will be people who they're going to want to latch on to you because you're the young, fun person. Or and they're tempt gonna, you to like, to like drink harder, hey, here's to party. Sh- yeah, yeah. yeah, they're going to be like, the people that are like really trying to get out there and let it rip, they're going to gravitate toward you because you're the young one. That's just how it goes. Everybody expects the young person to be like mm-hmm. the one ordering shots and I don't know, whatever it is y'all do. Do you guys still do flip cup? At 22? No, yeah. the dude beer dies. It beer dies. Oh, yeah. Supreme. Remember we put that in my house? <laughs> Card <laughs> table's in my vehicle right now. Really? Bring that in, yeah. Really? Let's play, we Dave. Have, let's do it. I bet you Timo and, and Adam know a thing or two about beer die. I, I will guarantee you I will play beer die with you before the summer's over. Really? When do you move into your new place? Uh, the 15th of September. It's going to have to be before that. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, in the month of August, I will play beer die. You have a beer die... Uh, Backyard, correct? We could do it at my place. We could do it at Dylan's. Dylan's no, a- we'll do a housewarming party at my place once, once we get the, the the blinds installed. That's been fun. <laughs> that, and uh, <laughs> that just sounds like a beating. Yeah, and they're about to. Yeah, once we get that, we'll be ready to rock. Another point to this guy: uh, don't dress like an asshole. <laughs> great, great. Don't advice. D- don't be like I'm tiki torch guy. Not that's a different connotation. Yeah, don't, don't be Charlottesville. Yeah, <laughs> please don't do be that. the opposite of that. Um, but don't be uh, un you know unbuttoned all the way Hawaiian guy. Let me be that guy. Yeah, that'll let, be me Saturday. Let's let the let somebody older be that with a little more company time. Maybe go golf polos and khaki shorts. Yeah, and also like uh, we we mentioned this maybe a little bit, but don't I don't know what your your um, relationship status is. Do not. Do not try to hook up with – don't hook up with coworkers and I mean, don't be the – even don't hook up with like – don't be the one who's obviously out there hooking up with strangers. Like, yeah. Keep it on the down low. Yeah. You can't be at this could, trip like talking to – Yeah. I mean maybe – You could talk – I mean there's talk, a way to do it. Just, do, yeah. I'm telling you just – you don't – you want to fly low. Right. You want to be under the radar this trip. Exactly. You can be – you can have fun can and fun. make good conversations. Yeah. But you don't want to have any headlines here. Exact. That's a great way to put it. You don't okay. want to be. You don't want to be the main character. <laughs> we we are pumping out phenomenal analogies today. No one's no don't one's done this better character. than us, right, Randy? Randy's asleep back there. <laughs> Let's do the next one, Dave. I'm I'm excited for that guy. That sounds fun. Is golf course. Why did I beach? get rocked up? Like just hear like hearing about this fucking kid who I don't know his trip. It's like you're be playing golf all in the company. Yeah, I'm drinking. On, oh, probably getting steak and shrimp and shit. Seafood towers oh, every night. My God, you just got back from Cabo, Dave. You can't be. You can't have I this. It was definitely not on the company dime. <laughs> uh, next question. Bonjour. That's French for what up. Okay. It's actually French for good day. That's the literal translation. Yeah, it's Australian translation. Did I? I'm an early bird. My whole life, I've never been able to sleep in past five thirty, no matter what. Uh, sometimes I start my day at 3.45 just because I'm up. My girlfriend recently moved in with me, and she is the complete and total opposite. Getting up at 8 for work is a chore for her. She'd sleep till noon every day if it were feasible. My question is, are we doomed as a couple based on this? I feel like it's unfair for either of us to ask the other person to change their sleeping habits. What do I do, fam? Here's some more info you may need before answering. 29 years old, 6'1", 193. Okay. 
Recently clocked a 5'8", 40-yard dash, and I'm overwhelmingly considered average-looking at best. We didn't need any of that information. We've been living together for three months, and I've already received a couple complaints for making noise when I get up, but the amount of noise I make is unavoidable. Bro, I can't levitate through the crib, and I'll be damned if I'm walking across these marble floors without my Versace loafers. Okay, dude. Uh, so that was that was gas? the additional info provided. Um. Okay. Well, let me let me let me hit hit you with something you may not expect. Okay. If this works out and you you end up having kids, this is great. Yeah. This is great. You guys will have it because you don't mind. You're look with a kid. You're gonna get up early. Mm-hmm. You can be up early giving uh, the kid a bottle, and it won't be a thing. Y'all can split it up to where Good. she handles more of the. Uh, you know, the late night stuff and you handle the early morning stuff. Um, I, I have to say, he's never been able to sleep in past 530. He says no matter what, like you've never been violently hung over. Nope. You've never been on like the back end of like a golf trip or a bachelor party on that Sunday and you got blackout curtains in the hotel and you just like, you call in for the late checkout. Yeah. Like you're up at 530. That's hell. I can't imagine doing that. Because as a, as a guy in his mid-30s, I'm st- still claiming mid, um, with a kid, I... I I do get up very early. Sure. 7 a.m. is like the latest. Yep. And let me tell you, in Cabo, waking up after a one too many uh, dragones yeah. the night before, it, uh, you know, f- I guess what time? Yes. 5 a.m. Cabo time or whatever the time change was. It's not fun because you can't go back to sleep and you're just sitting there hungover. You're like, well, this is me <laughs> for the next two hours. I guess I'll go pound liquid IV. Yeah. Yeah, that's that- so that sucks, man. I feel bad for you. I don't think this is a, a game changer. And, and getting up at 8 for work, you say it's a chore. Like some people just – it's for me to get up at 7 for this like is a chore. Sure, um, yeah. I, I, you know, I mash the snooze button occasionally. And, like, that's not that crazy. Now, if, if it's, like, 10 a.m., if on the weekends – if you're literally sleeping until noon on the weekends, and I don't know how old this guy is, did he say? He, uh, he's 29. 29, yeah. So I'm assuming she's in the demo. Um, yeah, that's a little strange to be sleeping that late. Noon is tough. Noon's tough. 10 is weekendable, maybe. Sure. 8 sort of is my... 8's wild for me these days. If yeah. I'm 8, it's because I went to bed. I was up playing uh, Warzone late. Sure. Uh, I, you know what? I just turned 27. I Congratulations. Two months Happy ago. birthday. We'd be the first. Uh, thank you. And I've noticed, I, I don't know if it's like dad senses kicking in a little bit. Um... But based on the noises I make when I sit down in a chair hmm. and my innate ability to wake up earlier, I think I'm just getting old, Dave. Like, I'm thinking I'm, I'm, I'm kicking into dad gear. Yeah. My biological clock is ticking. Um, you find that at, at any age? Well, for me, it, it kicked in at about 27, 28. Yeah. That was when I, I, I liken it to the e-brake being pulled. Sure. And um, I'm meaning like, like hang. You're drifting around I, corners. I can't go. Yes, I am doing some <laughs> Tokyo drifting, but I cannot. That is when I realize I cannot go out Friday and Saturday equally hard. Okay. That is 27 was the age I realized that, and now I realized it. Then I didn't necessarily stop doing it until I was probably into my 30s. <laughs> um, sadly, because I'm an idiot. Right. Um, but. Yeah, that it sounds like you're getting you're you're getting there, but 27, you're fine. You're in your mid to late 20s. You know what I I've, I've noticed? Um I've never had leg pain after hangovers before. Okay. Have some of that now. My legs hurt. I don't like that. Um 
and I've never had two day hangovers until until now. Dude, one I'm telling you, man, the two day hangover that'll that that is a real wake up call. And if yeah. it's not, then my God. And it's not. I, I don't want to say it's not debil- like a debilitating hangover. The the any the first two hours you're awake are debilitating. Yeah. But the the come down, you know, from the terrible moments when you wake up a couple hours, you pop some liquid IV, you pop some, uh, you know, your medication of choice. But the level you get to the rest of that Sunday, call it, that stays completely even until Monday or at noon, that is concerning to me. Yeah, and then for me, like, it's usually, you know, if I have a big weekend – that Tuesday is when I feel the worst because it's I can no longer blame it on being mm. dehydrated or hungover. It's just I'm tired, yep. and like it just feels like my body's getting back up to speed. And I like I, I, if I go to the gym, it's not going to be a good workout. No, nope. it's just yeah. The Tuesday is when it starts being real depressing. Yeah, but yeah, we went off on a tangent. But That's I think fine. you'll I think you'll be fine. Uh, tell her to sleep with a noise machine or something. Yeah, I wonder if so. She's mad. That you're waking up at three forty-five, like what the fuck, dude? I'm, I'm, I can't keep doing this. When Alyssa's in school, like teaching, yeah, she gets up at like five forty-five. I'm obviously still sleeping, and yeah. I probably wake up for a brief second every time, mm-hmm. and I just go back to sleep. That's it's not that big. Like, yeah, I, I don't. It's not that big of a deal. Um, so no, you're not doomed as a couple, and I don't think it's. Uh, I don't think you ask each other to change your sleeping habits. I think life will do that. Yeah. Perfect. Well said. Good answer. Let's do the next one. What's up, guys? Two months ago, I asked my girlfriend if I could get a dog. She said yes, of course, and was super stoked. Uh, in parentheses, he's a dope labradoodle. Mm-hmm. End quote. Now, she's saying that she's allergic to said dog. Now I have to hear her complain every night about having bad allergies, which in response to I bought an air purifier, air purifier, vacuum every day, give him allergy baths twice a week, and use this device to remove excess hair. There's not more. There's not much more I can do. I love my girlfriend. I love my dog. What do I do here? Um. Bye bye, girlfriend. You know. I mean, look. I didn't have to say <laughs> it, but there, there's something here that I just can't get past. It's a labradoodle. Labradoodles are hypoallergenic. Aren't they hypoallergenic? People, yeah. They're the, they're the doodles are the perfect dog for allergy sufferers, I and thought, I am one. I thought so. So, um, so we. So, so there might be something else going on here. Um, now, I don't know. Maybe you live in an area, so maybe the dog goes outside, rolls around in the grass, mm-hmm. and maybe she's heavily allergic to grass. Well, I, I am, and, and the dog comes in and it, it mm-hmm. triggers her. It's not that I don't think she has a dog allergy. Now, this is not medical advice. Let me just be clear. We don't provide that on this We don't. That, you're not going to get it here. Unless or Sally's financial. here. Unless Sally's here. I'll give you financial or Unless advice. Frat Dave's here. Right. Um, but the Labradoodle, the, the purpose of, the, of them creating the Labradoodle was for <laughs> allergy sufferers and, and <laughs> for people who don't want shedding. Who is them? The, the, the people in the science factory. <laughs> oh, okay. The dog science factory. Big dog. The people in the doghouse. That's remember the big dog shirts. Fuck yeah! What, that's what they were doing. Remember behind. big Johnson shirts? No. Okay. Was that the little skateboard guy? No, he was a it was a innu- sexual innuendo about a nerdy guy mm-hmm. who had a, a large member. Right. 
and they're big Johnson. They're hev- they're really heavy in beach communities in Texas and <laughs> along the coast. You go into a surf shop in like 2002, you can find you a big Johnson shirt. Got it. Maybe the one ferry in the southern hemisphere, Port Aransas. Probably. It's not the, it's not the southern hemisphere. It's also not the one ferry. I get it. Yeah. Everybody. I get it. Um, but but the, I'm, <sighs> does she need to go get the, the back poke? I like that. She needs yeah. to get allergy tested. Yeah, the the thing where they, they put a, a million little needles in your back and see which ones blow up. I've had to get that twice. It sucks. Yeah, I've done it once. I haven't done it, and then you spend all this money on shots, and it may not even work. Another story. Another <laughs> another time. <laughs> you want to talk about that? Um, Why don't you just have her eat the local honey in excessive amounts? I feel like that that is pretty tough. I don't know if that actually works. Like just a spoon. I, I do support local honey. I'm a sure. local honey guy, but I don't know if it's going to help her. Um, but at the end of the day, she's got to go because you got a dog, you got a pet, you got a responsibility. You can't bring the dog back. No, that's not an option here. No. So you need to figure out I, figure out what's going on because the labradoodles, like you said, are hypoallergenic. They're perfect dogs for this analogy situation. Does she just not like the dog? Maybe that's the problem, and I don't like you know. If that's the case, I don't like her. I'm going to side with the dog 10 out of 10 in these notice, situations. Notice how he said, she said that she is saying she's allergic to the dog. The, to me, that gives an air of like. He's like, huh. Yeah. Eh. Why do you keep, you keep like, I don't see any, any symptoms here. You're saying you're allergic. Allergy bath twice a week. He has clearly put effort into this. Using a device to remove excess hair. They shouldn't have it. If it's a doodle, it should not have excess hair. Now, I know there's different types of doodles like if yeah there's the curly hair but then there's some straighter hair but they don't shed near like randy mm-hmm. randy sheds yeah he's a, he's a shedder but we don't you know it's fine eddie I, Sh- I welcome eddie, it eddie shedder over there you know eddie shedder yeah yeah perhaps even even flow shedder cheese okay well now you're just going into randy territory yeah, i i can't stop honestly when i see some of randy's hair like if i see like a big ball of it on the couch club it kind of i kind of laugh i'm like oh my god <laughs> look at this randy and i'll show it to him and he's like okay should i eat it and i'm like no i'm gonna go throw it away idiot yeah. do you do the uh the excess hair removal situation i've got i've got a, a ferminator and it gets the the top coat or whatever i don't know a ferminator it's called i believe that's what it's called really yeah huh i thought that was a different thing what point do you think it was nothing i have a, uh my new apartment has a, a dog wash situation that's cool one of those you 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 pop them up on the table and just yeah that was that was a washing sound yeah yeah wash media it's the official sound of washed media i thought it was a turkey gobble but we that maybe that's november you can't give the dog back you've already connected with the dog that you are the dog's owner yep you what you do here is you have her you have a frank speech with her frank talked with her and uh Say, look, you, should we get your allergy thing checked out? Because the dog is pay not... Pay for the, it, dude. Yeah. The you pay is, for her to get allergy tested. Yeah. Because that'll help your relationship, not only with her, but with the dog. Grows the economy. Hurts nobody. Right. Right. You need to figure out what's going on. Yeah, and I don't think it's the dog. Now, maybe the dog is getting pollen on it. Maybe you have, like, some cedar trees, and it's cedar season, cedar balm season or something, and it's yeah. he's bringing it in. Maybe, maybe it's just, you know, whenever the dog's coming inside, you need to... Give him a pat down. Yeah, give him a pat. Or her. Isn't that the but, the place Cedarbon with the uh, the water roller coaster? That's Schlitterbahn. Got it. Cedar. Do you know what Cedarbaum is? Cedarbaum is. Oh, I'm I'm mixing up Schlitterbahn and Cedar Point. Okay. Which is home to another 
roller coaster that's not the water one. So you'll see it in Austin in like, I think it's in the spring, the cedar bomb. You'll see this, like just trees release cedar pollen. Yeah. And it just, it's just like a big cloud. And if, if you're like me and you walk through it, you're done. You're toast. You're done. It's happened to me at the Dell Match Play on multiple occasions. That's a, you got to be careful out there. You got to be real careful. Late March in Austin. Oh, it's trouble. Yeah. There's at least a week where I'm done. Like I'm just, I'm, I can make it into work, but I feel, I'm just, I'm feeling down. I've heard that uh, fall allergies in Austin, because I'm a spring boy. Everybody knows that when it comes to allergies. And I pop sure. Claritin on the reg. Fall allergies are something that I've never had mm-hmm. being in New York. But I've heard from, from Dylan, who, you know, the source questionable, I guess. Sure. That fall allergies kick in two or three years after you move to Austin. I think that's right. I don't. What is the science behind that? I don't know. Well, you know, babies, so I they don't develop allergies for Children. years. Really? Yeah. I thought Rhodes, because when I hear Rhodes sneeze, I I, I told our, our pediatrician, I was like, Rhodes sneezed a couple. He's been sneezing a lot. Yeah. I mean, has he got allergies? Like, well, it's too young for him to have allergies. His body doesn't develop really? the uh, immune response to the uh, environmental things that he's breathing in and whatnot. So I, I thought that was interesting, and I guess it makes sense. But it would make sense for an adult to have to be somewhere. Like me in college, I didn't develop them. I'm from North Texas, a comp- little bit different allergies, not as bad as Central Texas. And when I moved here mm-hmm. for college, it was a few years in before I mine hit me bad. Really? But I think you'll be okay. But, yeah, fall can be bad. I think ragweed's the problem, the big one. That's the one that gets me. That's what they say. Maybe some juniper. The ragweed. I'm, hey, I'm a juniper guy. Yeah? I have a juniper candle at home. That's great. Juniper berries. Nice. Yeah. But that smells great. Well, I'm not looking forward to that, Dave. I don't. I really don't appreciate You'll be okay. allergies. You'll be okay. All right, I'll make it through. I'll, I'll just be, say this though, man. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta get an allergy test or something. It ain't the dog. It ain't the dog. It ain't no. the dog's fault. This is a dog pod. Sorry, we're a dog. We're a pro dog pod. Pro dog company. Yeah. Randy hasn't chimed in yet to support that take, so we'll just assume he's. Uh, Sometimes I don't think he likes dogs. One of those deals. No, I think he's asleep. <laughs> Let's do the last question, Dave. A lot of flexing on this episode, by the way. People Either is trips, low key. employment status, okay. Or dope dogs. Hey, guys. Or dope dogs. Listen to this one. Hey, guys. I want to get your honest, honest opinion on stay-at-home dads. For the record, I'm a 27-year-old female. I make 200000 working in the STEM field. Mm. We are a pro-STEM podcast as well. And I'm recently back on the dating scene. A couple guys I've gone on dates with don't make much money. <laughs> Or are in a career that they hate. Drop the at. (laughs) This does not bother me at all, but the reality of the situation is that if I keep working, I would like someone to be able to stay at home with the kiddos in the future. Thoughts? Thanks. I think stay-at-home dads are awesome. If you you have the ability to, for either person in a relationship, I don't care what situation it is, if if somebody has the ability to stay home full-time, power to you. But... I don't. I don't think they sh- there's any inherently better or worse distinction there, right? No. Um, and you know, she may rethink this when she sees the cost of childcare, <laughs> which uh, I would have imagined that you have recently become acquainted with. Oh, I have. Right. And I, I was warned, and, and even despite having prior notice, I was still like, "Huh, huh, really? Okay, you really? That's the number? Okay, okay." Yeah. Did you do a dad joke? Were you like? You moved the decimal over one too many? What's <laughs> the damage? Um, but congratulations on being a woman in STEM, first of all. Yeah. Uh, we support all women in STEM. 
Uh, no, there's nothing weird about this. Um, I've got – I'm trying to think if I have any friends who are, quote, stay-at-home dads. I know some dads whose job, even prior to the pandemic, uh, allowed them to work from home. Sure. And therefore, they were pretty much home with the kids. Yeah. Um, and I know one guy uh, from college who is just a straight-up – he left his job and he is at home with, like, two or three kids. He's the, he's the stay-at-home dad. Yeah, and, and he loves it. I – I wouldn't, you know, I, most guys aren't going to have an issue with this. No, I really don't think, I mean, maybe buy him a, buy him a new PlayStation. I think most guys, I'm, I'm, oh, I guess I'm most guysing myself. I would love to be a stay at home dad. I don't, I don't take any, you know, there's no in the back of my mind, like I'm not doing something important because if you're a stay-at-home dad you have a full-time job with the kids like that's how it is it's like my mom was able to be a stay-at-home mom for 10 years while she raised me and my sister i Shout think mom. like i i would love to do that job yeah my mom was stay-at-home mm-hmm. um this is this it would be a good thing before or while you're in a relationship and if you think it's getting serious to find out you don't even have to like ask them if they'd be okay with this just the 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 Litmus test should be, do you want kids? Do you like kids? Yeah. Because if it's somebody who's on the fence about kids and may not really like kids, I feel like they're probably not going to want to be stay-at-home. They're not the stay-at-home type, yeah. Yeah, and I, that's tough because I wouldn't – in my 20s, I probably wasn't like, I love kids. Huh? Like, I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the cool uncle <laughs> I'm who's kid like, guy. whoa, like I'm throwing <laughs> them around. Like, I, you know, yeah. I, it wasn't until, like, I got nieces and nephews. I am an uncle. Congratulations to me. Congratulations um, to Taylor. Did I, first. Congratulations. You are. Thank you. It wasn't until then until I became like a guy who's like, oh, okay. Like I like being around children like this. Mm-hmm. Um, but you might have to weed them out early. Like if it's somebody who just wants to party and I don't know. Or if it's somebody – if it's a guy who's got a career that he's super, super into, mm-hmm. like very driven. Like he's like a corporate lawyer at a big firm and that's his life and he wants to make partners. Like eh, this guy may not be – he's maybe not going to want to leave this career. Yeah. If you like – that would end in a discussion at the dinner table, like, all right, which one of us is going to give up our career to exactly for the kids? Sure, that's very if, fair. And obviously, there's situations that people don't do that, and they both have awesome careers and childcare, and they do it that way too. Absolutely, I'm not telling you how to how to do anything here. We're just we're just doing our best to answer your questions. That's what we do here. Dave. That's what we do. I, uh, man, I'll tell you what, I one of my buddies shouts to Matt, uh, his dream in life is to be a stay-at-home dad. Like, that's all he wants, is to be able to be a stay-at-home dad. Or, or there's a more lot of likely, like it's more a funny likely Twitter a bit work, right from, now. work from home dad. That's great. Yeah. Can I, um, let me just, let me just ask somebody. Randy, are you cool? Would you want to be a stay-at-home dad? You seem like you'd be good with kids. He shrugs. He doesn't have much right now. Um, I was just going <laughs> to say, because she's single and she's on the dating scene. She is 27. She's 27. Also Randy's age. I'm just saying. Right, Randy? Yeah. yeah. We don't want Randy to stay at home because we'd presumably like him to continue doing the, the video, video and thing. the re- yeah. recording and stuff. But it's a pretty – schedule is very flexible. I'm not trying to be a matchmaker here, but I am. You are. I'm, I'm just saying. If, Rand, if, if you would like an introduction to Randy, I think we can facilitate. Right? I'm not against it. Okay. No, we're, no, we're we don't want to no, make no it pressure, weird. No pressure. Let's we'll we'll do a meetup in a in a general area. That Randy we wears to, tiny T-shirts. Just want you to you, know that going he in. He put on a small yesterday. 
as, as like a, hey, check me out in a small. I was like, yeah, Randy, you're jacked. We did it, man. But most dudes try to cut in the summer. Like, Randy's yeah. just continuing to bulk, and I don't really know what's going on. I don't know. Like, don't is know. Randy's cutting season in the winter? It's just, he's just, his seasons are off. It's weird. He's more of a cuffing season guy. Right. right? Is there a cuffing season in Texas? I didn't know, fun fact, I didn't know what cuffing season was until I started doing PGP full-time, and I was getting columns submitted like, five things about cuffing season, just anything cuffing season. I was like, what the fuck is this? And Will explained it's mainly a northern thing because of the winters, right? Yeah, it's seasonal change. You kind of yeah, We don't really do that here, with, you know? With guys, it's like oh, Big Ten weather. With girls, it's like, oh, cuffing season. One and the same. That and uh, apple picking as oh, a date. Buddy. That's never been a thing in my world. You've never apple picked on a date? No. Oh, it's fun, Dave. No. No, I've picked out some apple bottom jeans. Right. Boots with at, the fur. At Park, uh, Park Ridge? Park Ridge, yeah. yeah. Sure. The Park's Mall in Arlington as well. <laughs> so many parks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, apple picking's a fun. It's a, uh, You know what? Chewy me to death here. It's a fun date. It's a fun date. Randy, have you ever picked apples? He, he nods yes. It's a fun date. Upstate New York, uh, known for their apples as, as the bread basket. It's the big apple state. Well, or the, yeah, it's a roundabout way of getting there. Correct. But yeah, up, up Saratoga's got some great apple orchards. And then after the apples are gone, you do uh, uh, corn mazes. Oh, yeah. You know, that, you know the drill on a date? Corn maze? Love corn. Their Woodstock set was pretty good. Yeah. You can cheat, though. If you just put your hand on the left wall, you just get to the end. <laughs> and, a little and, trick of the trade there yeah, from and, a guy who knows. And the uh, your date is like, dude, we did that in three minutes. That wasn't like fun. I'm like, yeah, well. She should get used to that. Give me a challenge. Yeah. Ah, nice. Then you do some cider donuts after. Have you ever had cider donut day? Apple cider donut? Is it Cayman? No, no, no. It's not Cayman cider donut. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) This is your podcast. I know. Apple cider donuts are phenomenal. No one ever had that. (laughs) We don't do donuts down here. I'm kidding. We do donuts. I'm just never. I'm I'm either a, (laughs) a chocolate guy or a glazed guy. Everybody knows that. Oh, my God. So, congrats on working in the STEM field. Congrats to you, woman in STEM. We support you. $200,000 a year. Yeah, way to flex. Way to give us the number. Um, Jeez. Hopefully, we can make that in the podcast game someday. Hopefully. <laughs> we sell. I'll sell for that number. <laughs> yes. Would you like to buy washed media? Is what we we're had saying. A com- I wish we could talk about the conversation we had before the pod about the certain person, the hypotheticals with the certain person buying the company. We Why can't we talk? Oh, we can't. We had this Adam, combo of the WeWork guy. The WeWork guy came to us and bought, <laughs> was like, we'll give you $10 million for Wash Media. Will said, for half of it. Yeah, for and half Will, of the company. Will sounded like he was a no, and I was yeah, like, oh, hang on a second. Okay. It's a lot of money for half, and it comes with the stipulation that we can make fun of him. Yeah, we can completely shit on him and give him a podcast. We would give. Him, I would. We would. Which I would produce it. I would produce that pod. <laughs> I would be just doing. I would be dropping in drops. So fun. Dropping in drops. Like, oh man, I think we did okay with that question. Congrats <coughs> on the stay-at-home dad. Uh, if you're looking it. for that, if you're not, congrats to that too. Let's get into some shower thoughts before we uh, get out mm. of here, Dave. How's that sound? Great. Here's my shower thought. I'll lead Ooh, off. Brett's in the shower. I was on the way to the bathroom earlier, and uh, an attractive person walked by. I was like, oh, like, hey, how are you? Next door? I don't know. They were walking that way. I don't know where they, I didn't check to see where they turned. Okay. But an attractive girl walked by, and I said, oh, that's cool. And uh, 
it got me thinking. Not that I, I'm, I'm taken, so it got me not in this way. But like, what do you think? You have is a unique the most, set of skills, right? What, what is, what is the most, um, what's the word for it? Unconsequential meet cute. You think has ever like happened? Like what? Ooh. Like a, a a bathroom break that has turned into a twenty year marriage type of thing. Like I'm trying to think which barbecue place has the cutest meat. Nice. I'm sorry. Nice. I've ruined your podcast. No, it's fine. This is fun. We did, we did Cayman Cider Donut things. I, I didn't know what a meat cute was until PGP. Really? I didn't know, dude. Yeah. Well, that's a that's a younger word. I feel like it was it was Veronica, and she would she would bring up talk about a meat cute. And I was like, what? Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm just thinking of inconsequential things that you do. Like, do you think anybody's ever fallen in love at Home Depot and actually made it? Like they're just looking for drill bits, and then next thing you know, you're, you're right. I see where you're going with that. I'm not going to take it there. No, I mean, maybe, like, maybe uh, you know, like a, a, a waitress waiter thing. I, I, that's not no, that's that, not that's a normal. Cute. Yeah, that's there's there's like rom com level, and then there's like leaving your number on the Hooters receipt. Right? Have you done that before? I've done it for my buddy at, without telling him. Got it. Okay. Like that's a, that's a classic guy thing to do. It's kind of shitty. Yeah, it's but it's like. <laughs> I don't know. I've done it before, though. So it's I can't, it's I can't. so dope. Guys are fucking idiots. We are. We are. Confirmed. <laughs> but you like? Do you think anybody's ever, you know, in, in an airport, been like, "Well, I'm I'm going to either go Chick Fil A or Chili's," and my decision to go to Chick Fil A and sit down and have their their five piece mm-hmm. ended up in, in like a, a marriage with a nice piece, right? Um, yeah. Or here's a meet cute in your scenario. You're okay. at, you're your your plane gets delayed, and you're like, I have some time to kill. I'm gonna go to the Chili's. Ch- it's the Love Field Chili's, and it's slammed because it's a total scene. You go <laughs> get a ta- you get a ta- everywhere. You get a table at the bar. You're standing in, in, in there's room, and like there's another young lady in the same predicament. Oh, and you're like, hey, if you want like if you want to like share this table. Yeah. Next thing you know, it's it's a meet cute. And then Rhodes Ruff was born. That's not how we met. <laughs> I wish that was our story, our origin story. Yeah. Anything yeah. over chili salsa is a winner for me. But, yeah, no, that's uh, – office place, I don't know, man. Like a meat cute here. Grocery store seems prime for the meat cute. Totally. Totally. But that's – yeah, that's inconsequential. I'm just going yeah. to grab some eggs and butter and milk and – Yeah. And then there you bump into each other in the aisle. Maybe you don't even have to bump in. You're just like – I see the – you're getting the uh, center cut bacon. Or if it's you, you're like, hey, uh, I see you're going for the high-dollar salsa. You should check out the Tostito salsa. Right. Because it's I'm, a lot better. I'm a bigger fan of gigantic sodium deposits in my stomach. She sees you, like, buying that, and she walks over and like, are you – you're not from around here, are you? And you're like, no, I'm from the Togues. Right. That's, and, how, that's what I would say. That's how you would say it as well. And she would be like, oh, my gosh, you got to try this. And you're like, oh, okay, I guess I will. And she's like, no, seriously, I'm making tacos tonight. It's Taco Tuesday. Why don't you come over and have some tacos with me? Boom. Next thing you know, boom, it's a meat cute. And who knows? Who knows, right? I'm gonna, I'll am gonna, i leave the expectations open. Yeah. And you Man. show up with the Tostito salsa anyway. Right, as a joke. Like, oh, you brought it over. So you brought, you brought over a $50 bottle of wine and, and $2 salsa. Correct. Like, oh, yeah, I have range. I'm Sorry. fucking balling. I'm right. in STEM. Yeah, I'm in STEM. What's the is STEM a podcasting? Science, technology, engineering, math. Meth. Yeah, math, math. 
Uh, nobody knows. I think it's like it's like people who, when you get stimulus money, you know what it is? They check like the stem. It's stem adjacent. Oh, stem. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, we are st- we're stem adjacent. Math. We have to do math. I have to do math for my job. Yeah. Bad stuff. Thank God you do. Right. I, I can't do it. You, Excel does most of the math for me, but I have to input. That's good. Yeah. That's Any good. shower thoughts, Dave? So I was thinking about simulation theory, and okay. I don't necessarily believe in sl- simulation theory, and I really don't, actually. That's the theory that we are – there's no free will. This is all a simulation. Correct. This is all a computer. Yeah. Correct. Okay. But I was just thinking – if this was a simulation, would okay. there be people actively wondering if it was a simulation? And if so, why would that be part of the simulation? So you think that's a bug in the simulation, perhaps? Is it? I don't know. I was just thinking. I've never really done extensive research on it. I, I've kind of just heard, you know, when I was really into Rogan back in the day, it was like he would bring it up every now and then. I don't think he – people joke now because there's so much weird shit. Like Trump going being president. It's like, oh, my God, we live in a simulation. Mm-hmm. Anytime something wild happens, simulation. Oh, my God. And people, it's they throw it's a throwaway line now. But I'm like, man, if it was, would that be a part of the simulation? Would me actually pondering this question right now be part of it? I mean, obviously it would have to be. But yeah. so I'm, I'm trying to figure out if that is a pro or a con against simulation theory. Right. I think my my point there would be why if you are if you are the one who built this simulation which would have if computer simulation would have to be constructed by somebody right mm-hmm. why would you build in the ability to question the simulation correct and is that does this, that bug up the theory or is this that is even, this is kind of turning into the matrix right but yeah i don't That's, think you do that you build in unless your code's sloppy so <laughs> fucking jimmy Fucking Jimmy. What the fuck, Jimmy? You, you gave these guys some free will. <laughs> you gave them free, a little free will. Now look. Hang on a sec. Another question. They're doing podcasts. The, there is a um, – the, there will be – I shouldn't say there is. Michio Kaku, Dr. Michio Kaku, one of my favorite um, uh, theoretical physicists, I guess okay. you could call him. He has a book uh, like the Theory of Everything type of book okay. where eventually this will all – everything we do will be boiled down into an equation. Which is a pro, I'm sure, for simulation theory that once you have the equation, you just plug in the variables and, and you get get what you get. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm I just need saying. somebody from STEM to tell me what the fuck you just said. Can, can STEM, I don't want to call her STEM girl. I feel like that's rude. Can the woman who works and is very successful in her STEM career reach out to us and give us some insight on... on uh, Simulation theory. Yeah. You know, but like bu- bullet pointed. I'm not going to read like a, a voluminous I'd take a PowerPoint. Paper. I'd do PowerPoint as yeah. well. Graphics would be appreciated. Sound effects would be super dope. Graphs with clearly labeled axes. Y, X and Y. Right. Um, I would be helpful. I'd, I'd appreciate that. But, uh, yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to go all... Loco no, you, on you, you just got me thinking. It's a shower now. thought I had. You got me thinking. It's a real shower thought. That's just what I think about in the shower. That and um, mm-hmm. never mind. Where's yeah, Rogan's got to be a sim theory guy, right? I don't think he. I don't think so. I, I know he is aware of it. Mm-hmm. You know, he he knows a little bit about everything, right? Like he's he, a he's a jack of all trades, master of none. Correct. Guy. Correct. Yeah, and that's that's honestly kind of what makes him a good podcast host is that he's like he's, string theory pops up he can tell you a little bit about string theory more than i could tell you i like that i think i'd, I'd consider myself kind of like that i would like to be like that a little bit about everything i can yeah. give you some some depth yeah okay 
You got, I'm pondering. I'm straight up pondering right now, Dave. Yeah, man. It's pretty good. Pretty I'm, good stuff. I'm more of a Nietzsche guy. Nietzsche? Yeah. Frederick? Frederick. I thought you were just going like niche. No, I'm kidding. Okay. I don't know. I, we did, I did have to read Nietzsche and like philosophy. But it, it was uh, – the, 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 there was – the people that were really excited to read Nietzsche were – I was like, okay, what's going on? What's your deal? Didn't you say you were a Nietzsche Guevara guy? Mm. You – Che, okay, Nietzsche Kavara. Yeah. Kavara. Yeah. Actually, I am. Okay. You had the Assassinated uh, in Bolivia uh, with the help of the CIA. Allegedly. Uh, Allegedly. You're saying you might be alive? I don't know. Well, let's ask uh, shouts to Circling Conspiracies. I feel like you would like the, uh, the last 10 minutes or so of this podcast. Yeah. Check out the Blowback podcast on Cuba if you're interested. If you want a 10-part series on the United States relationship with Cuba post-Fidel. Got it. Then, um, or not post-Fidel, post-revolution with Fidel and after. Uh, check it out. Highly recommend. A great listen. I think that's you, a good road trip pod. That's a great. But you know what, Mister Illinois, throw that on with your girlfriend. Uh, excuse me, wife, on your way to your your dad's sixtieth birthday party. Happy birthday to your dad. Happy birthday to your dad. Just the family. Have fun at Harbor Springs, please. That'll do it, Dave. How how you little little fun podcast? Good pod. Really good pod. I think one of the better ones we've done. Thank you. Thank you. Here's what you can do now before we end the show. Subscribe. Rate five stars, review, and tell a friend about the Mail-In Podcast. Hit the hotline, leave a voicemail, 888-362-MAIL. That's 888-362-6245. Or you can write in at the link in the Twitter bio, at Mail-In Podcast. Dave, where can the people find you? At DC Ruff on Instagram, at D. Carter Ruff on Twitter and Snap. Uh, David C. Ruff, David Ruff on LinkedIn. Uh, I think David-Ruff-2 on Venmo. Uh, You're not the first. No, sadly I'm not, man. I got cucked on that. That's tough. Tough scene. That's a tough scene. Uh, you know, it's my own fault. Dave, thank you for coming on the Mail-In Podcast. We'll have you back. Anytime. And uh, have a great weekend, everybody. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.